All right, welcome to the Final Percent Podcast, and today we're going to talk a little bit about grace. Um, we all have things that annoy us. We all have things that are frustrating. We all have things that we don't like. We have, have you ever had that pet peeve, and you just, you can't just get over it, you know? You just, you have to say something. A good friend of mine who's actually going to be speaking at our up to, uh, upcoming conference, Eileen Gallagher, she always says, I would rather be kind than right. And I think that that's, a, that's incredibly important for what we're going through right now in America, because everyone wants to be right. And it's a little bit like if you don't agree with me, if you don't agree with my actions, if you don't agree with my political party, if you don't agree with what I've done, well, quite frankly, quite frankly, you're wrong. I don't care about your experience, your point of view, your perspective. You are wrong. When in actuality, most of the time, both parties are right. Both people are right. And I think that if we can start giving a little bit more grace. And I, I, I often find that it happens when you are talking to a family member, someone who you don't have the, the tact with, the polish. This isn't a, a client. This isn't someone you're trying to win over. This isn't a deal. And this is what starts to happen in marriages. This is what starts to happen in people who are loving on each other and trying to impress each other, trying to love each other. And then all of a sudden something happens. And usually it's, it's funny. I don't know if you guys have had the opportunity. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. I don't know if you've had the opportunity to read the book, The Miracle Mentality by Tim Story, who's also going to be uh, speaking at our upcoming conference uh, on uh, September 24th, 5th, and 6th. Um, he said, don't fart in front of your spouse. Now, it's a little bit like breaking the seal because right when, right when you fart in front of your spouse, certain things usually become okay that weren't okay before. And you, 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 you usually are maybe a little bit less tactful, a little bit less graceful. And so then you develop pet peeves. You develop this, that, and the other. So, you know... If we use that more as a metaphor, when when do you kind of become you? When do you finally let the cat out of the bag and you're not, you know, trying to be who you think that other people think you are and then all of a sudden you do the proverbial fart? Maybe you drink a little bit too much in front of people. Maybe you are... Um, uh, you finally, you know, go on a political rant. You go on a this, that, and the other rat rant, or you're mean to the waiter, you know. But for the whole like beginning of the relationship, you were uh, nice to the waiter and all of this thing. Then your true colors show, and it's interesting. I think that that comes from being comfortable, and. I would actually replace that word with lazy. You don't want to hold yourself to a new standard. Why? Because that takes work. That takes a fair amount of work ethic, 
that takes a fair amount of of trying, getting better, holding yourself to a standard. You get up on time. You dress a certain way. You wear a certain shirt. Um, you do a podcast every day, you know, like I did. The only time I missed one and then the very next day I did two was I was taking care of my dad who had a heart attack. But I, I made up for it. But, you know, I've been day in and day out. What are your standards and then why do they get compromised? Now, I think we have to get into the discussion of what is lazy versus comfort. And if you, if you get comfortable, then, you know, usually you want to get uncomfortable or you want to get, you, if you get too comfortable, you get restless, right? And then you want to start moving again. But lazy, I truly think that lazy is like an active choice, So I think if you get comfortable or you just need rest or you need some downtime, start giving yourself some grace. And if you're lazy, you need to be extra hard on yourself and go, you know, when did I compromise my standards? When did I let myself down? When did I let this be okay? When did I let this life be okay? And why is it okay? Why am I okay with okay? And so the idea of understanding when to give ourselves grace and other people grace is a little bit like when I say, I think that we should do ourselves a favor and ask ourselves just what we would ask a toddler if they're crying. If we're asking a a toddler if they're crying, have they eaten? Did they go poopy? Did, did, have they slept? Why on earth do we give babies grace? Because they're like, oh, I'm sorry. They just haven't slept very much. So like he's cranky right now, but we don't say that about adults, but why are we so different? Why do we just have to pretend that everything's okay? You know? So give yourself a little bit of grace when you are cranky because you didn't sleep. Hopefully it's not because you went poopy. But give yourself grace when you didn't sleep. Give yourself grace when you didn't, because secretly you're like, I deserve this. Secretly you're like, you know, I didn't sleep at all last night, so you know what, I'm just going to, you know, Netflix and chill a little bit so that I can just kind of fall asleep and get into a, uh, a, a relaxed state so I can get a good night's sleep. But the problem is when we meet someone else who's cranky or didn't sleep or is going through some stuff, we don't give them the same grace that we give ourselves. Or we give other people too much grace and our, ourselves none. But I think understanding, give grace when we need rest, give grace when we need, when we need to just be comfortable for a second. But we can give zero grace to lazy. Lazy is an active choice. Lazy is absolutely a choice and it deserves zero grace. If you are lazy, I cannot give you grace. I do You are exactly where you're supposed to be, and you sitting there getting mad at the world because you were lazy, that's your fault. Get up in the mirror, or get up, look in the mirror, and go, yep, this is your fault. So I know that this is, you know, kind of a, a, a few different ideas, you know, wrapped in one. It's talking about, you know, where, where does grace come from? And just kind of talking about that, that idea, talking about 
what is grace? Why is grace? When do we use grace? But also talking about laziness being a real choice. Laziness, we, we think it's doing nothing, but we're actually, you know, we're saying no to everything. We're making a thousand decisions in that lazy mode, and it deserves zero grace. So my idea is just identify when you need rest, identify when you just need to chill, identify when you cannot move forward and you actually have to recharge your battery, if you will, because you've been grinding, you've been pushing, you've been taking action, and rest is just as important as action, but don't let the rest turn into complacency. Don't let the rest turn into addiction to nothing. Addiction to nothing is laziness. How in the world can you get addicted to nothing? And I think laziness becomes, you know, a mental state because we're scared to take we're, we're scared to take responsibility, so we don't want that responsibility. We're scared to take action. We're scared to, to see what's possible because we, we're so scared of failure today. But, you know, failure is incredibly important in our life. That's where we do almost all of our learning, and that's where we definitely do all of our growing. So give laziness absolutely zero grace in your life. Give other people as much grace as humanly possible. Love on yourself, love on people, recognize when you need rest because it's just as important as action. You know, I've been burning the candle at, at both ends because, you know, quite frankly, there's not enough of me to go around. And I don't mind, but I also don't mind to take rest when I need it, which I'm about to do right now. But hey, it's 10 o'clock at night or 10, 10, 10, 20, 10, 30. I don't know what it is, but I hadn't done my podcast yet. And, you know, I have this little mobile podcast thing. So I'm literally wandering around my office, talking into my phone, doing a podcast because I am not going to rest until I do my to-do list, until I do the things that I set out to do. And when I said I'm going to do a podcast every day, I cannot go to sleep until I feel accomplished. That's I have a list every morning. Hey, this is these are my non-negotiables. This is my accomplished list. I'm not going to bed until this is done. I need I owed you guys a podcast. So, anyway, I hope that this made sense. I know it's kind of all over the place, but this is what's these are the things that go on in my mind. When you get a podcast every day, they're not all super thought out. So give me a little bit of grace. At least I took action. I showed up. I love you guys. And I'm going to keep going the final percent. Again, uh, please follow me on Instagram. It's just Greg Kimball. Connect with me on Facebook and uh, take a peek at our website, thefinalpercent.com. I look forward to connecting with you.